Hello and thank you for joining me on the Business Essentials Podcast. This is where it gets real and we break down everything you need to know about building and running a successful business. We'll chat about strategies, finances, tools, systems, leadership, and everything in between. My name is Viola Wheeling and I'm your host. Come hang out with me for a couple minutes. Hello friends, welcome and thank you for tuning in. I am so excited today as I am every other day that I record, (laughs) but I will be talking about DIY bookkeeping today and that is do-it-yourself bookkeeping. So if you are, this is for kind of the early stages, um, people that are in their early stage of business or um, beginning stages of growth where you um, where you don't necessarily have the team to um, to outsource your bookkeeping or to have someone do your bookkeeping for you. You're in that space where you are, you know, kind of bootstrapping and doing a bunch of stuff by yourself. Um, so this is for you. And actually, this is for everyone, actually, because even if you have someone else doing your bookkeeping, you kind of want to know what to look for and what's important because one of the things that I see a lot is when, um, you know, small business owners would give out or outsource bookkeeping or have somebody else do their bookkeeping and they kind of take a hands-off approach and they get into trouble. Like I've seen horrible things happen where there's no oversight and, um, I mean, horrible things like, to the point of theft, right? So you kind of want to, even though you have outsourced that or have someone else doing it, you still want to know what's going on. You want to know what to look for. So this is actually for everyone. Um, I am a bit biased with this topic because my background is in accounting. So I just want to first go on the record and say that accounting, bookkeeping, whatever you want to call it, is probably one of the, if not the most important functions in your business. Okay, yes, I said it. It's the most important. And I know every other department feels like their department is the most important. I know marketing feels like, you know, marketing is probably the most important. But please, guys, finance, accounting, actually, accounting and bookkeeping is the most important. Um, So... I'll get into why in a sec. But first of all, just to kind of give you um, like a, I know we all are familiar with what bookkeeping is, but just to really kind of put somewhat of a definition, I think will be helpful in our conversation. So bookkeeping is basically recording of all of your financial transactions, every single one of them, whether they are purchased from your personal money or from the business account, every single financial transaction that um, has to do with purchases for the business, you have it. It has to be recorded, and that process of recording it is called is the bookkeeping process. You're basically keeping the books. Um, it differs from accounting somewhat. I don't really want to go into that. Accounting is a little more in-depth, so you're not only doing the data entry or the recording, but there's a lot more 
that goes into accounting, but they are kind of within the same realm as far as functionality. Um, but bookkeeping is the basic and entry level. Now, I want to make a point to say that regardless of where you are in your business, you should be doing bookkeeping in a formal way. You're never too small to start doing bookkeeping. Even if you have one client or you have, you know, two clients or zero client, as long as your business is incurring um, some kind of expenditure purchases, as long as they have financial transactions, you should be doing bookkeeping. I find that a lot of people don't start to do bookkeeping until they feel like they need to get to a certain point. That is not a bad, that is not a good habit to develop. Um, you don't want to wait because there's a lot of insight that you're missing out from your early stages of your business and you're waiting to get to this point and this information would have probably been very helpful for you to get to that point or would be instrumental when you get to that point because it's also all about understanding your business, right? And so um, I just really want to emphasize that regardless of what you're doing, if you, it's not too small to start doing bookkeeping. And um, actually, the reason why I am recording this is because I know that, you know, again, when you are, you know, a certain size, you feel like you don't have a lot um, to record or you don't have a lot of uh, transactions going on. And there's a reluctance to even engage in a formal bookkeeping. So that is why I'm talking about do-it-yourself bookkeeping because at that stage, you probably don't have a lot of volume so you can try to learn and be able to take on that responsibility for yourself as a business owner because, again, it is so important and you don't want to miss out on the opportunity to really have an intimate knowledge of your business through this process of bookkeeping. So now that we kind of have an idea of, you know, what bookkeeping is, I just want to highlight um, also some of the things that the why is right why it's so important um so some people or some of us may actually be doing bookkeeping without even knowing the reasons why it's important like you may just know that it's a good business habit and you may know like you know some maybe helps you with compliance you just want to kind of make sure your taxes and everything are together but it's also good to understand all the benefits of bookkeeping because you don't want to shortchange yourself on what you could be gaining right so the one thing that i want to first say is and i've mentioned before is that it gives you a good intimate understanding of your business you can start off a business and feel like you know this business inside out but you really what you know, it has to correlate with what the numbers are saying. Your numbers will tell you about your business model. Your numbers will tell you what your expenses are. Your numbers will tell you, um, you know, what your cost of goods sold is. You may think like that your business model, you only need X, Y, Z um, to operationalize. Uh, you only need maybe one consultant to get XYZ volume. You only need this much raw material to do this. But once you start doing it, you realize that, oh, maybe I actually need more or less, right? 
but you're not going to really know that if you're not recording everything. So once you record it, then, and then once you record it, and then at the end of the period, you have a chance to review what you've recorded by way of your your financial statements, then you begin to really understand your business and have a good and intimate knowledge of your business. And then you begin to um, have better formulated strategies and things of that nature. It just takes the conversation to a whole nother level once you really, really know your business, right? So it bookkeeping really helps you to get that intimate knowledge of um, your business. Um, it also helps you to get a grip of your finances. That is the biggest, one of the biggest reasons why small businesses fail is they do not have a grip on their finances. So bookkeeping, because you're doing it in such a formal environment where your bills are being processed through a system, um, you know, your invoices are going through the system and you're paying, you, you're um, invoicing your clients and receiving this money, your expenses are coming in. Once you have all of that in a centralized system, um, it helps you get a better grip on your finances because you have a kind of bird's eye view of all your obligations, your financial obligations. You have a bird's eye view of what you have in revenue coming in so you can better plan and you can... Um, you can manage expectations with vendors and say, you know, hey, I'm going to be X, Y, Z late or on this payment. And, you know, vendors usually all they need most of the time is communication. Right. So, you know, just managing that expectation helps you um, to strengthen that relationship. But it also helps you manage your finances, knowing how much is coming in and out helps you manage your cash flow. And those are all the things that kind of go into you managing your finances as a business owner. Um, the other thing is it helps you with planning and decision-making. And I kind of alluded to that, um, in the first point where I said, understanding your business, right? Because once you look at your financial statements, you say, oh, okay, this is what, this is how I'm actually performing. Then you can take a step back and really plan because you are seeing your results, on the piece of paper and you can say, okay, if I need to get to X, Y, Z, if I need to get from point A to point B, um, you can analyze those numbers and see what you need to do. See how you can plan, see what strategies you can employ, see what things are not working. It just helps you with all kinds of planning and decision-making. Um, but you can't do that if you did not, um, you know, engage in bookkeeping because you have nothing to look at you have nothing to look at to plan or analyze so you can't plan properly if you don't do bookkeeping for your business you can plan in the you know kind of in the air almost but you really need to kind of correlate your planning with data and bookkeeping is going to give you that data that you need um, the other thing is your performance, like how do you review your performance as a business if you're not recording, if you're not bookkeeping? Because that is what is going to tell you in your income statement, this is what your revenue was, this is what your expenses are, this is what your net income is. It's a way of for you to review your performance, even on the health of your company, right? Looking at your assets compared to your liabilities and your equity. You can't do any of that if you don't, if you're not doing bookkeeping. And I'm sorry, but your brain cannot hold on to that much information. And sometimes we feel like our businesses are too small and we can kind of know in our head how much we made, 
You don't you don't want to do that. Like first of all, you don't even want to clutter your brain with that kind of information. Like take that stuff out of your head and put it in the system. Let the system tell you what your performance is. It does a more better a way better job of doing that because it is wired. That is what the system is made to do. So let's leverage, you know, bookkeeping, leverage the systems and let them tell us how we're performing. Don't think about how you're performing or make it up in your head based on what you feel, based on what you think is in the bank. Because sometimes you may feel like you're doing better than what you are actually doing, or you may feel like you're doing worse than what you're actually doing based on the money that is in your pocket. But that's a feeling. Let the record show. So um, bookkeeping helps us uh, with performance reviews and things like that. Lastly, it helps us with compliance. Oh my gosh. Compliance is a big one because you can literally go out of business if you're out of compliance. And with compliance, we're talking about taxes. We're talking about, you know, if you ever get audited. And with taxes, there's so many different... um, there's so many different governmental bodies that we report to with regards to taxes. So depending on the nature of your business or what state you're in, you may have different obligations. Bookkeeping centralizes all of your information. So when it comes time for taxes, you don't have to start thinking like, oh, I need to report X, Y, Z. You can just pull up those reports um, from your system and then it makes that process so easy. And, um, you know, that again, depending on the type of business, you may need way more, uh, way more reporting. I think there's, you know, businesses within like the medical field or, um, waste and transportation. I know there's like extra layers of reporting and compliance, but it helps you really get all the information that you need so you can stay compliant. And, um, again, I mentioned audits, right? And we as businesses are required by law to keep records of everything. So in the event that you ever get audited, the burden is on you to be able to have a good paper trail of every single transaction that the auditors or whomever is trying to look into. And once you don't have that, then that's, yeah, that's basically your, again, the burden is on you. So that's, if you don't have that, I mean, you already know how that's going to end. And even for ourselves, sometimes we may have issues that happen or for whatever reason, I've seen this a lot where you want to go back and audit your own your own finances, your own reports or your own books for some investigation purpose, right? And if you never had a good paper trail, then ugh, you're kind of, you don't even know where to start. It just, I mean, it takes you probably like 10% of the time if you're looking for something it's as uh, 10% more sorry 10 it takes you about it's uh, let me rephrase i'm sorry so say you you are um researching something right if you have a good paper trail it will take you about 10% of the time that it will take you to um, research whatever you are researching if you did not have a good paper trail because you're like going through emails, like scouting through paper files, trying to find what you're looking for. It is a hot mess. If everything is in the system, it's probably even going to take you like 5% because you just need to look up that vendor or look up, you have all the records. So you're just basically pulling the stuff up. So it really helps with compliance for, um, 
for the government or even for yourself when you're trying to do audits and things like that. So I don't want to spend too much time on the whys, but I think it's so important because I want to make sure that everybody is on board and everybody, regardless of your size, is doing bookkeeping, but also want to make sure that if you are doing bookkeeping, you're understanding the reasons why you're doing it. You're not just doing it um, just to check off a box, but you are understanding all these different things that you can benefit from doing um, bookkeeping for your company. Now, this is not an all exhaustive list. There are probably more things. Um, there's so many other little things that bookkeeping helps with, but I think these are the top five that I wanted to share with you. Okay, so what? How does? How do you do it yourself, right? Um, first of all, I the first step, uh, I would say, is to pick a system. Don't do manual bookkeeping where you're doing it on, you know, Excel or trying to keep the papers and things like that. Use a computer system, and there are so many options out there. And that are so inexpensive that are catered to different industries. Um, so there's so much resource. And um, I would advise you if you have within your industry to find what is the best practice within your industry. Because sometimes, you know, um, for example, a construction, if you have a construction company, I would obviously recommend you use a different um accounting software compared to somebody that is maybe in like a service-based business because that software is so much catered to your business it makes you know everything that much easier your reporting and it just makes it addresses every single um every single area of the construction business so find something that works for your type of business for your industry and um, start from there now, once you have a software, but I just want to shoot out a couple of names. I'm sure we're all familiar with QuickBooks. QuickBooks, um, the reason why I like QuickBooks is because it is so you it's very easy to use. Um, it has a high level of user friendliness, so it's um it's easy to just kind of jump in there and kind of figure out what what um where to put what, right? Uh but there are also um, higher levels or other different like different variations of the basic QuickBooks where you have like if you have construction, I believe they have like a construction version. Um, I believe they have different versions also um, if you want to go like more thorough, but they obviously have the basic one um, if you're just kind of just want to keep it simple. And I want to say it ranges from like $20, $20 and up. Um, again, depending on the package that you're choosing. So it's pretty inexpensive, um, but there are other versions. There's FreshBooks. There is um, Zero, I think. There is uh, Zoho. There's so many things. Um, just do a quick Google search and compare and contrast the different ones out there, and that should help you make your decision, make up your, your mind on what, how, what, what you want to go with. Now, if you are looking for a free version, let me give you the plug. Wave Accounting is a free accounting um, software, so you can start from there. And all these platforms obviously sync with your. Um, they also sync with your, with your bank statement, so it can just kind of sync all your transactions into um, the system, so you don't have to go in and manually put in every single um, you know kind of debit that went through your bank. So, yeah, 
That name again is Wave Accounting. Um, if you want a free version, I'm sure there are other free versions out there. You can check it out. I have used Wave. The, the downside to, in my opinion, is that um, it's not as user-friendly as, you know, the QuickBooks or maybe some of the other paid versions. Um, so, you know, it's kind of a give and take. So once you have your software mapped out, what I would recommend um, is the next phase is really understanding the foundation, what I am calling the foundation of um, bookkeeping. So anybody can do bookkeeping, but this you can literally get 10 people to do bookkeeping of the same thing and have 10 different results. So there is a right way of doing it and there is a not so right way of doing it. So you want to understand, again, what I'm calling the foundation of bookkeeping so that you can make sure that you're doing it the right way and your reporting is correct because it's all about the reports. The reason why we're doing bookkeeping is so that we can print out those financial reports and take a look at how we're performing or what we're doing. And that is, is from those reports that we are able to do all the analysis and planning and get all the um the intimate knowledge of our business model and things like that. So you want to make sure that you're doing the right bookkeeping and not the not so right bookkeeping, right? So what I consider the foundation of bookkeeping would be understanding your chart of accounts. And if you haven't heard this word before, um, your chart of accounts is basically the list of all accounts that are in um, your um, general ledger. That Those are some accounting terms, so I don't want to make it a little complicated, but let me just kind of simplify it for you. Um, within your, um, your accounting system, there are multiple unique accounts that you may call codes for the different transactions that your company um, would incur or go through in the course of its life. So there is an account for if you go out to eat, there will be an account for meals. If you travel by train, there will be an account for transportation train. If you purchase fuel, there will be an account for fuel. So it's basically all the different accounts um, that make up your general ledger. Um, and why you want to understand, you want to understand all the different so they so back let me backtrack they're grouped into your revenue accounts your expenses um cost of goods sold also so revenue cost of goods sold expenses your assets liabilities and your owner's equity so you want to understand what those different accounts are the difference between the two between the the um the differences between the accounts and understand when to use the accounts because you don't want to put the wrong thing in the wrong or the right thing in the wrong place like you don't want to take a um maybe a purchase you purchase let me tell you a common error that i see if you make a purchase for an equipment right or a some kind of an asset a computer or something in your mind, you're thinking like this is a purchase, so this is an expense. But no, it's not an expense; it's an asset. So it doesn't go into an asset. It doesn't go into an expense account. It goes into an asset account. So that's what I mean by understanding the foundation, because you need to. The whole point of bookkeeping is categorizing 
these different transactions into all these different unique accounts. So you want to make sure you're, you're categorizing them in the right place because if you kind of screw that up, it's like garbage in, garbage out. Your The integrity of your financial reports will be compromised. Um, I want to give another example um, that I also see that is common. If you have something that is a, like if you have, if you incur an expense that is like a direct, um, it's like a, like a direct uh, expense that is tied to like your revenue generating activity, right? So that will be considered your cost of goods sold or services. So for example, if you are a cleaning company, um, your direct uh, expense, right? would be or your cost of goods sold would be the um the labor that's an example the labor that actually goes into the different facilities to clean that is a direct labor because it is directly tied to you generating your revenue so if this person did not go into this facility to clean you would not have um, generated that revenue like you cannot invoice this client if you don't have someone out there cleaning so that is considered that type of expense is considered your cost of goods sold or in this case will be your cost of services sold so what I find a lot is people take this um, like a direct label and plug it into maybe like a general label category, like a general salary or if it was outsourced label, you, you process, um, categorize it into like maybe a consulting or outsourced, like an outsourced label category that is under your general category of expenses. And that is not correct because when you do that, then you are misplacing your um, cost of goods sold expense into general and administrative expenses. And when you do that, your gross margin or your gross profit is altered because your gross profit is your revenue minus your cost of goods sold. So when you are shortchanging your cost of goods sold, your gross profit is off. Your gross profit is overstated because you don't have everything in there. So it is important to understand all these different accounts within the chart of accounts, when to use them so that you can um, record your transactions correctly. So once you've done all of that, um, understand that, then now you can actually start recording. And so you can either, again, I mentioned that with the accounting softwares, you you have it where it's synced to your um is synced to your bank so that every bank transaction that occurs, whether it's your, your bank and credit card or any transaction that is occurring electronically, have it synced to your system so that way you don't have to manually put it in. You can just kind of sync it in and then categorize it into the different accounts. And um, I want to mention another area that I see is a lot of times, some business owners spend out of pocket, um, uh, out of pocket. They spend from out of pocket, and that never makes it into their um, accounting system. So they don't have a record of that expenditure. So if you're purchasing something on behalf of your business from your pocket personally, not from the company's um, money, 
you want to make sure that you capture that because if you don't capture it, then you are not having um, your bookkeeping is not a complete reflection of all the transactions that are in, engaged or involved in running your business. Um, you don't want to miss out every, anything, right? You want to capture every single transaction, whether it's coming from your business bank or from your personal you want to capture it. So if you have a lot of personal transactions that you um, incur on behalf of your business, what you can do at the end of the month, you can go through, if it's your credit card, go to your credit card statement, just highlight those transactions and you can do like a journal entry to kind of migrate those transactions from your personal to yourself. That may be a bit technical, so um, maybe by the time you want to engage a professional, because you want to get it right. You don't want to, yeah, you don't want to do stuff by yourself and mess it up. So if it's something that you feel like you you need to do a little more research, please feel free to do so. If it's a little technical, try to engage a professional. So once you've done all of the record keep um, the record entry. At the end of the month, you do what is called your balance. Um, your bank reconciliation and your bank reconciliation is basically making sure that you have recorded everything, um, that everything that went through your, your, um, your system has been captured and everything that cleared the bank has been captured into your system because, um, sometimes you can have stuff, transactions that you process on your bank but you did not necessarily run it through your accounting system. So your bank reconciliation really helps you catch all those different um, gray areas and make sure that your books are 100% reflective of all the transactions that incurred, that were incurred on behalf of your business. And once you're done with that, that's, um, that's a quick and easy. And then you close out your month and you're ready to review your financial statements. And at that point, you can print out your income statement, balance sheet, statement of um, cash flow, take a look at them. You can go ahead, analyze them and things like that. So that's basically the rundown of a DIY bookkeeping. So first, you want to um, figure out what software you're going to be using. Second, you want to understand the foundations of bookkeeping, which it, it, which um, are understanding the chart of accounts and all the different, um, what the different accounts stand for and when to use them. And then you want to get to recording all your transactions, every single transactions that are incurred on behalf of your business. You want to capture them in your system. And then at the end of each period, you do a bank reconciliation and you can close out with your reports. So that's basically it. That's your five step to doing your bookkeeping by yourself. Um, I have a course that I just dropped this week. So if you are interested in getting a deep, doing a deeper dive into um, really understanding what this, this chart of accounts and all these different um, accounts within all these different groups of accounts, Check it out. It's um it's nineteen dollars. It's fairly um inexpensive. It's a good investment to make in yourself and in your business, and it's gonna go a long way to kind of helping you on this journey. So check it out, and um, I I basically go into a lot more details. Um, so if you're interested, definitely check it out. What I want to close out with is 
please don't be stuck at this phase of doing your bookkeeping forever. I believe that this is a um it's a transition period, right? So you don't want to be like the business owner that is holding on to every single responsibility even as they grow. It's going to hinder your growth. Um because your time is probably better spent in other things and not in bookkeeping. But I also do understand that when there's a certain phase in your business where you are basically again bootstrapping and um kind of putting all your resources your time resources to get the business getting growing to the point where you can start engaging external help but be mindful of when to make that transition because you can only you only have 24 hours in a day and as you grow you're going to need someone obviously with more expertise and um in bookkeeping and you are also going to need your time to grow the business so don't be stuck in the DIY bookkeeping phase forever know when to bring in an expert or know when to outsource and expand your team but this is for the now so this phase that you're in and you're trying to get it going this is I did this to kind of help you to get through that phase so basically that's it the five steps um I would love to hear any questions. If you have any questions, drop a comment. I'll, I'll be glad to answer. But I'd love to hear your feedback. And I would love to know how you are um, kind of taking this information and kind of doing your own bookkeeping. So let's continue the conversation. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you for hanging out with me during this episode. If you have any questions or comments, I would really love to hear from you. Bye for now. And always remember... You've got what it takes to win.